Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, back with another featured artist of the week from right here in South Bend, Indiana. They are Praise the Fallen. Thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. No problem, man. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you Matt. So we got Jimmy Bostel, he is the lead vocals and guitar. We got Andy, lead guitarist. We got Steven on bass and Kenny on the drums. I kind of want to start even before Praise the Fallen. When did you guys know you wanted to be a musician and part of a band? Wow, I've, I've been playing music since I was eight. So, after high school, what else are you gonna do, man? I mean, if you're still, if you're into music the whole time, I was in elementary school, middle school, and high school, I just continued on, basically. You know, I just knew at eight years old, I liked playing music, it felt good. It started, for me, it was an escape as well, too. <clears throat> I guess <laughs> my story isn't so uh, inspiring. I got really, really good at Guitar Hero and unlocked an achievement when you get five stars on every song at Expert that says start your own <laughs> band already, so I got a guitar. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I mean, I've always listened to music, but like that's how I started playing guitar, which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> no, that's a video game. game. Yeah, video game, I guess, started. Not like, really, I mean... No. We're like, Kenny. Um, when I was real little, there were always drums in my house, because my father played drums in a pretty successful cover band in Northern Michigan when I was young. So, I was exposed to them at a young age. I was obsessed with it. Ironically, however, in school I always sang in choir. I never played in school band because I never wanted to be a percussionist. I always wanted to be a drummer. And I've been obsessed with it my whole life. Uh, me, I don't know. I started, I was like 18, 19, didn't know anything. Picked up a bass and just dove headfirst into it. And here I am. <laughs> I like playing on the stage and being, you know, yeah, spreading the music, rocking it out. With my sock out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, and I know I got Jamie's perspective on the current lineup through different interviews that I've done with him, but I kind of want to get your guys' take on it. Um, how did you guys, how did the current lineup come together for you guys? Yeah, so I just moved to the area um, and just like living in a tiny apartment with nothing to do but work and lift weights and then. Not that I do that very often, and uh, play guitar, <laughs> and uh, I get got bored of playing by myself, and so I like went on Facebook, looked for smoking jams, and went to a couple, and met Jamie there, and Jamie was like, "Hey, do you want to, you know, audition for my band?" So I was like, "Sure," and then I auditioned for the band and learned the songs, and then was in the band. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at, at that time too, that'll kind of segue into. Uh, Finding Kenny. In Finding Kenny, I think Steven should probably go next and then Kenny can sort of tell tell well, his we story. got Andy and we were going, we had one drummer and then we were just looking for... Clem? No, we had Johnny when we had... Oh, Johnny, yeah. Johnny was still there when we found and Andy and I don't know, we were just, we'd cycle, I don't know, we probably tried 10, 15 different people and we finally quit getting on the same Facebook, the same circles of people, and we got on the band mix, and actually Andy did that, and uh, got to use the registration, all that stuff, and then we found uh, Kenny on there, and we interviewed a few different people on there before we found him, 
Yeah, we did. It wasn't like the first hit, but within like five people, we found Mr. Kenny. I auditioned a few people, and some people. We auditioned a lot. Some people, <laughs> some people didn't even make the audition. They didn't even get to that point. You know what I mean? Some people didn't get an audition and showed up at your house anyways. <laughs> that happened too. We had one. We had one guy. We had one guy show up. I had a guy here for an audition yeah. that was with us. That was the guy who got mad. Remember, I won't say his name. Remember, he got mad because we didn't pick him. <laughs> well, he yeah, he wasn't very good. Anyway, um, but while we were auditioning him, another guy shows up, and, and he shows up on my porch, and I was like, who are you? He goes, well, I talked to you on the phone, and I was like, well, yeah, I told you I would let you know when I was ready to audition you. And I'm like, then it hit me, I was like, did you find my address, man? Because I yeah. never gave you my address. He goes, well, it's in the phone book. And I thought, wait a minute, phone book? Phone book don't... I haven't seen a phone book in years. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, still around. Like, kind of weird. You know? yeah, so I told him, like, I think you guys... <laughs> in the whole here. world. Yeah. Maybe yeah. just before you got here, I said, you need to get off my property, yeah. man, and get out of here. <laughs> He's like, you still going to bed at 9 o'clock? Did you like that movie last night? <laughs> right, dude. What's your It was strange, man. Uh, I was like... You know, and we woke up without a kid, uh, with one kidney the next day. I had one guy. Hit me up. To him, no. <laughs> no, sorry. I had one guy. I don't know if I told you guys this. I had one guy hit me up that wanted to try out for the band that lived in Nashville. Yeah. You know, I was like, "You live in Nashville. How are you going to make rehearsals?" You Fly like, every day. Well, I have to come out like once a month, but man, I really like you guys' music. I was like. You're in Nashville, man. <laughs> it's like, like, thank you, but I'm like, yeah, we need yeah, someone who's gonna be here every week. Yeah, I have so, a few people like that. Cut to Jamie losing a kidney. Um, people stalking him uh, through the bandmix page. We found Kenny, which I guess Kenny, give yeah. your perspective. Oh, what about the guy? What about the guy we had was gonna audition who couldn't make it because he went to jail because he stabbed his girlfriend? Oh yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to find a drummer, and thank God we found Kenny because he is the. You haven't drummer. stabbed anyone, have you? Yeah, Kenny? I won't give no, any. No, okay, good, no, good. I won't give any names. No, but yeah. I. Uh, the advantage that guys like Steven and I have, drummers, bass players, is there's less of us, yes. so it's never hard That's or difficult. Lot, at least in my experience, it's never been difficult to find a band. It's been difficult to find the right band. I played in numerous cover bands, and I enjoyed it. I don't mean to disrespect it or sound like I'm disrespecting it, but. I always enjoyed it when Andy reached out to me on Bandmix and I found out that the first step toward possibly joining this band was to meet for an interview. That's what perked my interest because I knew right away, all right, these guys are taking this seriously. You know, although you try to have fun, I want to sound good. I want to get on stage and, and, and show off all the time you've been practicing and rehearsing and writing and song craft. So knowing these guys took that shit seriously, it's, it perked my interest right away. I auditioned a month later. I think I picked up I'd most up of making it known. <laughs> and the rest, as they say, is history. You're, you're, you're a tight-knit group, you know, Praise the Fallen. So how's, how does it feel to be in this band with this current lineup? Right. Yeah, I would agree. Well, we're like we're like brothers, man. Yeah. Finally, you know, we were looking for this the whole time. Steven mm -hmm. and I have been, and we've been, we have been five in five years. Yeah, we've been in five years, and we've been through quite a few people that we thought we thought we had a brotherhood with some of them, but you know, really, I mean, stuff, just little stuff like. No, just let's well, just sum that up to creative differences. It's, it's the easiest way to put it. It's, it's, it's that. Nice and how does it how does it feel any band 
has their their grievances, their disagreements, and everything like that. But that all falls apart when we're on stage playing together. And I think the chemistry, you can see it, you can hear it, and you can feel it. I think people are getting into us because they see we're having fun together. But we also also make it a point. I think it's great. And I love this. Like, just this past Saturday, we hung out and watched the UFC fights. And we had a cookout. And we just hung out. You know, we didn't even play. You know, some bands, they just practice and play shows. And I (laughs) I didn't want that. I wanted, you know... With, even with the other guys, I was always trying people. Let's hang out. Let's, you know, it's you know a brotherhood. I always said, you know, yeah. the best bands work if everybody is friends, man. It's just, you know, I was in a band like that. I won't say the band's name, but they told me that that we could be in a band together but not be friends. And I was like, no, sorry, I can't. I just can't do that. Right. You know, this this matters to me. I mean, know? I think if if you're playing in Dream Theater. <laughs> I would I would be like okay we don't have to be friends but like I'll definitely right, still play it yeah yeah but no absolutely that's the band is like, the dysfunctional family that you choose well yes the more you get to know each other the more you learn about each other uh, musically and otherwise I think the better the chemistry gets you can read each other better yeah you know we've we've been on stage where one somebody's having a technical issue and whenever that's happening and then, audience is getting antsy or whatever turns into a fun lot of times beat, i'll yeah. just start playing some kind of a beat, beat and we'll wait for somebody to jump on just yeah. to do something break the radio silence relax everybody why we saw i mean you, your bands have a lot of moving parts a lot of toys a lot of electronics something's not going to work yeah i mean i got married at kenny's house yeah right on yeah so yeah. we're all how does it feel yeah. it feels good we're all humming yeah, I saw you guys at uh, Rock the Pantry in uh, June, and you guys, I can tell, you guys said it was a lot of fun, and it was just a killer show. You guys nailed it. I mean, you busted out some Eddie Van Halen, which Thank is you. very, <laughs> I was amazed by that. I was very amazed. Thank you. Yeah, that's a funny story, actually, because a band, we were supposed to be directed, this is when we were going through our drummer issues before we had Kenny. And uh, we were supposed to be direct support for another band, and they were like, well, you guys have a new drummer, so we're going to bump you down to first opener. So I was like, all right. I was like, well, I wonder if I can learn Eruption and then play it. <laughs> so I learned it in a week and played it, and I kind of just wanted to be like, hey, like, if we're on stage, we will bring a good show, regardless of yeah. what the band is going through. Like, we yeah. perform. So that's how that started. And thank you, obviously, for yeah. recognizing that. Yeah, I started. I, I started. I started here. I was like, "Man, that sounds like eruption." And then you just absolutely just nailed it. <laughs> like my brother, who he's not he's like he's into music. Like he knows Van Halen, but he's not like as into music as me. Mm-hmm. But like he even knew like that. He was very amazed by that. Thank you. I mean, it's I, I appreciate that. You know, it's like taking a guitar solo where nobody else is playing is one thing, but um, nothing sounds good without everyone else. You know what I mean? And like that's one of the reasons I love this band is because. If I just sat up on stage and played guitar solos all day, nobody would give a shit, right? But like, if you remove one of these pieces, we are not anywhere near as good. And like, that's one of the reasons I love this band is because we all complement each other so well. Yeah. We have amazing live chemistry, too. Like that was the show. You yeah, there was one show our, he, he did a backflip our... or something. He was off the stage and then like rolled back. I mean, he's he does crazy shit. That's what I like about it is I won't I said a long time ago if we start doing a kiss choreographed 
blah 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 you yes. caught me out because I, I i've been trying to feel that now everybody has the same head not in the same spot but you, you still gotta you work with what you're feeling Man, i wouldn't mind doing little easy top and like, people yeah. come to see a <laughs> people come to see a show yeah if they, if they yeah, wanted yes. to hear you they just buy your cd or download your stuff i, I want mean, to see you perform yeah that, that's what they're we're doing. In live entertainment we're, on we're entertainers right i think right. Cobain said it. yet we're entertainers <laughs> yeah we're entertainers we're not doing much acting it's kind of i think yeah, all right, of us, I, you, I know what you mean but if we're all like that's we're all in the element we're all playing know? from our heart that's yeah. i think that's part of what makes us right such yeah. a good I've had like pictures it's, like people that take pictures and challenge me I'm like uh, I'm like eyeballs in one direction look like a chameleon they're both pointing different directions mouth you, open you like, my, a, like, and it, like I'm like, like don't that post that but at the same time it's like when you're playing with like passion you don't like yeah. passion and pretty aren't in the same sentence when you're right. in some pictures. There's some videos of like, yeah, Kenny, Kenny's gorgeous all the time. Well, he's, he's behind the drum set too. I mean. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he's got a pretty drum set. The biggest reason I'm doing with him playing a solo when we play a short set like that is it gives me a minute to take a drink of water and remember where I'm at. Yeah, I think. If you watched us perform, there's not a lot of. We're gonna get you a helmet. Yeah. We keep the energy up. Yeah. yeah, like you guys, like you don't really stop. Dude. Well, that's what that's full, what, uh, it goes full. That's what the owner of Smokestack said. He said he liked. Uh, he says we know how to put on a show. And well, I was yeah, like, extreme technical goes. difficulties at the beginning of that. We still, but like that's cool because like Kenny was saying, we he, he'll lay a beat down. Somebody's fixing something. It's happened to me too. Where like I like unplugged my effect loop. My whole amp. I thought my amp was broken. So like these, these guys just kept right on playing and jamming and I'm all right, cool. You know what I mean? That's that's what you do. That yeah, was yeah. I was you can't I show. You can't be like, hold on. Never stop I've seen, playing. I've seen that. No matter what, I've seen bands I mean, do that. Sure to yeah. fire, yeah. you know what I mean. I've had, I've been outside of shows and had stuff. It can kill the vibe if you do something right. like that. And like, stop it can be funny right. if you're playing a stadium show and you're Slayer and you're like, whoops, I unplugged my amp. Right. That can be funny, right? But like, but there again, people come to see live. Stuff like that. You know how many versions of Metallica's like uh, right. seek and destroy. Seek and destroy. How many different speeds they are, and yeah. you know, it yeah. just it's people come to see that, and people drop picks and rip chords out and break strings, and that's part of going to see a live. It's yeah. not rock pretty all the time. Yeah, it's not perfect. That's what, that's what I said. Passion ain't pretty. <laughs> you know, I've that's seen I've seen album. bands that were flawless. Passion ain't pretty. That's a, good, that's a good album. Man. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Next album name, EP, Passion Ain't Pretty. I like it. I like right. it. Come on, you're getting my bass player. <laughs> yes. I like, I, I like it. All right, well, since it's all about live music, that's good sure. shit. I want to, all right, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Jamie would know this answer. Uh, I saw it was in 2016. Uh, there, you guys put out a live album, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a story behind that. We were having issues with getting, we were recording Scars at the time. Or no, that was after we went and done recorded the first album. We, we laid down the beats at Tony's uh, brother's house. We did house. record Scars though, because Scars yeah, were on that. No, well it is, but I'm talking about weird. people wanted music. We had Scars already out and they wanted more music and we had gone to a studio already and laid down the tracks and then the, the drum tracks and the bass tracks and then as we started putting everything else on, we figured out it would not work. Like with, with, he was trying to make us, oh, I'll make you sound like Judas Priest, and it's like that's not what we're going for. So <laughs> yeah. we had to back out of that, and essentially we spent almost it was three, like yeah, we got delayed like three or four months in putting our album out. Yeah, and that's why that live version we opened for Devour the Day at Cheers 
And yeah, it was packed, asses to elbows. I mean, you, we had to crowd yeah. surf our equipment out. Like, was, that's awesome. And, and we were, he live recorded that off of the board. And it is not the best quality in the world. I did notice that, yeah. But there's a lot of good things about it. It's and, cool. and we sold them for five bucks a piece. People were wanting music by us. And we, yeah. Yep, and exactly. people bought it. Yeah. We, we sold them. Uh, so I got an interesting, would, would you guys do another live album? If so, like, yes. would you have a venue in mind, like, where to do it? Hobart Art Theater. Yeah, we have to. Oh my it. God, the sound there is. Well, we have to no, no offense to any of the, the venues or anybody who listens to this, but it, it like, yeah. It, so they have they got uh, four double band 18s under the stage, which is a tremendous amount of low end reinforcement. Which Kenny's drums and Steven sound fucking. You know, I don't know if I can go that. for it. It's fucking incredible <laughs> through. And then they have uh, <laughs> you know a, a small a small. You know, I, I, it's not a line array. It's more of a point source system. They have that above the stage, but then they also have surround sound throughout the length of the theater. So no matter where you're at as a listener in that theater, pretty much there's no, the whole there's theater no is spot. the acoustic sweet spot. So the sound is present and impactful everywhere. Oh, and yeah. by the way, this guy's yeah. a, a frequency nerd. Like he knows all of it. <laughs> well, He's thrown out some terms. I'm sorry, yeah. Sure about I'm big sound. He, he, I mean, if we were gonna record, guy. I think a live thing, it would. It, and the coolest thing is yeah. that's not the biggest place in the world. No. Like it's half the size of like the state theater. I, li- I, I yeah. love it's that venue. Narrow and long. Yeah, but it's fun, and the stage is about three foot off the ground. So yeah. would you guys do another live album? Oh yeah, I'm opposed to it. We actually have a headlining show there. They got COVID. You got COVID. You're telling me that. Yeah. yeah, that was our album release party, but it got coroned. And yeah, that was our first headlining show with tickets with our name on it. Yeah, it was opening for us. Yeah, it was pretty nice. That yeah. show will happen. This summer, this summer was probably the best summer. Oh, we had we, a lot of shows. Yeah. we had festivals lined up this year. Yeah, you were telling me about and that. This, yeah. This Fucking virus, man! Body Damn, man. Man. It ruined it ruined these our fe- these festivals for but us. But there are like there are other positives to that because we can then you know with all the festivals and shows we're focusing externally, and now we've been able to shift that focus to internally in writing. I think yeah. come out in twenty twenty one, we're gonna have a shit ton of new music, and it's gonna be dialed. <laughs> and, you know, you it's, know. <laughs> it's gonna be dialed. Up. And I'm pulling yeah, off I'm pulling off guitar on some of this stuff. So the stage show is going to get even better. Yeah, Jamie's he's got a like set of ten foot stilts that he's going to get on. Pull <laughs> oh. out the theatrics, oh, the light bottle rockets. I stand like, on your fucking well, table. Like Ringling Brothers. Right. <laughs> we got like a chest harness and some pulleys and cables. He's going to fly around. Yeah, like, like like Peter Pan. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> more, more like I think. They can't be thoughts. A flying dragon. Less less like Peter Pan. No, that's part of the fun. But yeah. <laughs> It'll be cool because I think, you know, Jamie doesn't get a chance to move around because he's tethered to a guitar and a microphone. Yeah. Really. You know the what microphone I mean? and the pedals and the. And you don't, you don't want to look like, you know. Even with the wireless, you got a Chuck E. Cheese or something there. wearing a headset and singing. And I'm still going to be doing that because, well, yeah. you know, there's stuff. What's going on now with the band is Andy's writing more. You know, we're all right. We were all very, you know, Stephen, I mean, we went through a lot of people, so we never. I mean, I just kept, I kept writing the stuff. Right. You know, people wanted to come and go. That's fine. You still got me. I'll just keep pumping stuff out. But now that I trust that we have the lineup, everybody's free to write now, man. I don't have to write everything, you know. 
And I was I didn't have to write everything then, but if people were going to come and go, and I was the only one left, and I had to, like, we pressure, were the only ones left. The, right, <laughs> the pressure was on Stephen and me to write because right. there was a time when we were a three piece. And so. it's like you gotta. Okay, I have four. We have four songs written. I mean, that's, where, and I that's where control came from. Was me. But now we've got to train somebody on twenty other songs, and that's you know that I think to some. Oh, it got old. Ask Stephen. I, I love our songs, but yeah, when you gotta start the same song fifteen. Oh, times nice the dude keeps we played a lot of these you songs I mean? for the it's last four years the same more, songs. yeah but I, I mean like it made me that much better in my album you know what I mean playing our music yeah. I mean we're that much why we can literally play back to back not looking at anything and right kill it yeah alright so you know, Praise the Fallen um, you guys just put out at least, it was the first time the physical copy for Emotions and Gear was the June 20th show that's correct put that out yeah and um, but you guys, you're not signed to a record label. You're an independent band. Like, how? What, what are some of the challenges and advantages of being an independent band? Well, we get to we own our we own everything. Nobody nobody can hold our own music above our heads. Do shit at our own pace. And we kind of do. We have our own record label. It's called Smash Tone Records. But it's, we don't own money to a label. We don't owe right. anybody all, anything. I mean, right. all they yeah. do. I mean, <laughs> nowadays, it's not like 1970 where you're going to get signed and go. They're going to buy you a tour bus and you're going to go do drugs around the country. That's like it's not. It's not yeah. the rock and roll <laughs> scene. You're just going to do drugs here <laughs> in the back of your car. But still, it's not the same. I, don't know, why you I know what you mean. I know what you mean. are different now and different dynamic. People, yeah. Unless Sony's knocking on our door or somebody big there's no reason like you we've had people with pavement we've had we've had people come to us but like sure. they want half of uh, half, they want to own half of us forever they want half like, your music they want half your merch uh, they want and you gotta know. pay five grand in it's the like, last, so you want in the the to pay the <laughs> pavement's trying to sign a lot of people i've noticed there's yeah. been two yeah. or three bands yeah. in the last calendar year that have had the number one song on the mainstream rock chart and they're unsigned bands yeah Absolutely, and I mean that just yeah. it goes yeah. with the technology that's out there and how accessible like every single person with a cell phone is to music. You do not need yeah. I mean, this label stamp. We've been played in twenty-seven countries without a label, right? So like it's you know no. If a label approached us and was like, "Hey, you guys kick ass. Uh, we want to you know." Fund your recording and uh, you, you get a free checter. You get like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Let's talk. Band, bands need to focus more on their numbers, and you know, if you really want a label, a label will come to you. Yeah. By your numbers, so if yeah. your numbers are low, they're not going to even know who you are. So that's one of our one of our goals is we're we're striving towards getting our numbers up more and by the way you do that is by putting out good music put out a music video you got to have strong songs that the whole world wants to sing along to that's my whole well, we're talking about dancing with the, the social media numbers train well everything that's all it's, yeah it's, but, listen, I mean, listeners that's, that's, you know, that's, that's really where it's at numbers now, now. Is, now. Is, way it you, is people, now. you get bands that I mean you know what I mean you're like we're, you haven't heard of these guys, but they got well, we all know. these views, and it's because they're Steven, playing the social media game. Yeah, that's you true. and I and know bands out there that, that are touring, and we—I've met bands myself. I'm not going to tell you what band it was, but I remember meeting a band at Cheers, saying, "So how's?" It? I ask questions when I meet these bands and they're on tour. I'm like, I'll ask them, "So how's it going? How's it going out there? Is your label taking care we're of broke you?" Broke as you know, <laughs> right. Most of them tell me, I "Man, I can barely pay my cell phone bill." You right. know, I, I don't know about you, but I like my life. I like my home. I like my dogs. I like my yard. I like my friends. You know, 
why why give all that up to gotta, struggle like that? I think you like your cell phone too. I mean, and I per- <laughs> yeah, yeah and you got to have a phone. No, but the way you know you measure success these days, I don't know. I look at us as like we've opened for nationals. We all have jobs. We work during the week. We play shows on the weekends. We're willing. You're looking at you're looking at uh, four guys that are willing to go. To Nashville, to Wisconsin. As long as we're back at work on Monday, how do you measure success these days? You know, get on as many big shows as you can, put out records. You know, and have fun, man. Have fucking that's fun. That's all dude. you. Yeah. That's all have you fun. can do. Have you know, fun. I've talked to rock stars that were actually signed at one time, and they told me, you know, when you're focused on it, you're thinking about it so much, it doesn't happen. When you're having fun and you're just focused on having fun, that's when shit starts happening. Right. Well, there's so many different levels of success musically now, not just getting signed and touring and right. your album hitting the charts. You could be in video games on commercials and, right. t- and mu- music, and it's not that hard. It's not quite as hard as it would have been 20 oh, years ago to get multiple right. angles in the right. business. You yeah. know, there's like, you know, like right now with the COVID thing, the best thing a band, any band could do or any musician is start recording and put music online. Yeah. You know, start putting your music good, out there. High good quality. question. Pay, good pay question, for right? ads. Pay for ads and and get that stuff out there. You have to pay for ads to get if you want to stretch beyond just your area. Yeah. Um. You, you, it, Facebook. You gotta put the shake weight ad exactly. before your music. <laughs> no, you. Do. I know. No, no, no. no. You can pitch it's that true. day and go. Okay, I want people in LA to see our stuff. You pick. You know. Yes. Yeah. And you can even pick what age group. I mean, it is. Not like it used to be where you just venture out, go on stage, and hope someone sees you. You know? Um, yeah, you gotta make it happen. You gotta, well, you gotta yeah. put a lot more work into it to get the, get the numbers up and yeah. get the numbers of people well, to come out. I think the key for us is fun and passion. You know what I mean? And that's, that's like, you know, if something happens, it'll happen. But right now, I think all of us take just the most satisfaction in like putting out music that we're happy with and we're proud of. And then, like, by that nature, people can tell. You know, and I think that's why people are drawn to our live performances is because we're all mouth open, drooling, looking in different directions. We're having we're like, fun. Those guys are having fun. You they know? see that we're having fun yeah. and it's infectious to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. It makes them, literally, when we put our hearts on the strings and on the skins, as Kenny would do, uh, it, they feel that. They literally feel, You can't not feel it. Yeah. I mean. Right. Yeah. No, I, I always ask that uh, question to most independent bands because I think, honestly, I think independent music is better than a lot of the mainstream stuff. It's unique, it's different, there's actually quality in it, and I think it's just better, like, because after a while you listen to, you listen, yes, because you listen to, like, so many bands, like, the, you know, mainstream bands, like, man, that sounds, that song sounds like that song. The the production is all, I'm, like, 100% convinced that there's, like, five producers in Hollywood, and it runs through them, and and everything is pitched, (laughs) there's nothing, like, like if you listen to an old Black Sabbath record, oh yeah, you're like, dude, okay, that was a wrong note, and like that, it's like amp is fuzzing up, and like that, sl- that's awesome. Sl- that's yes. rock. That's that's rock and roll, man. Yes, Nirvana, Nirvana, that he sliced. They weren't perfect. Yeah, they weren't perfect. It was about the art, and that's right. what made them shine. Yeah, it's like capturing lightning in a bottle. I mean, honestly, I mean, people said, you know, people said Kirk Cobain, sloppiest guitar player. You know, I'm not that great at guitar, and and we're making yeah. records, man. You know, if I can be an example, it myself, infuriates me when you say that, that you're not that great at guitar every time yeah, you say yeah. it because 
you are, but like you, you're not like a you know guitar player, but like you still write good riffs. I've seen you live. You're solid. You still write good riffs. You play solos. You play leads. Like I remember. I might have to edit that part out now. I remember when I transitioned from frontman to just starting to play. I remember seeing you at Cheers on stage. Oh yeah. Like five, you know, six. It'd be six or seven years ago now, at least, if not longer. Eight, maybe. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I, no, I mean you did good on acoustic, but when you put an electric guitar in your hand, you were like, kind of like I would be if you put an electric guitar really in my stiff. hand on stage. Yeah. But no, like, it's different. It's a whole different ball. Oh game. yeah, and it took like we like me and him have grown together like but, that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so uh, emotions. Kenny needs to ask answer the next oh. one. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. all right, all right. So you just released physical copy of Emotions and Gear. How was it writing and recording that album? Because, like, that is a killer EP. Like, I oh, listened to you. it, like, when he gave it to me, I listened on my way home. Thank really? you. And, I was, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's, like, the first review I think we've had of that. It is. Yeah, I still got to send some stations and stuff. I mean, if actually they oh, yeah, my, the my, my girlfriend literally got yeah. the 20th, I'm, I'm you sure you have been anywhere else. All, all of our respective significant others, their reviews have been, I've heard this song before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, I know this one. So, so I got a question. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go for it. What, 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 no, I've heard no. no. I've heard enough tonight. Or the, it's not an album, it's an EP. <laughs> what, what, was your, what was your question again? Of the recording and writing yes. process. Well, like, Kenny? Well, I, uh, this being my first original music band in you know 20 years 25 years of playing drums it's been a, a hell of a ride you know these guys there's a there's a creative itch i never knew i had and i don't as a drummer i don't show up at rehearsal like hey check out this whole song i wrote you guys because <laughs> it just doesn't the instrument doesn't lend itself to that but what i've learned though is when these guys are throwing ideas on the table i get to I get to be the guy that basically sets the tone for the song and these none of these three have ever gotten in my wheelhouse about that which either means they like the tone I set for the song or we were already thinking the same thing right. which both of which are good things and it's been the to, to get to experience playing a song that you helped songcraft in front of people and seeing them sing along to it I can't I mean, Janie has done this before, Stephen too, even maybe so Andy, but that, that's a feeling that I've never felt before, and it's a ride. I love every second of it, <clears throat> and, I, and I love being a part of the process. It's a blast. Yeah. yeah well, I, I saw a cool uh, post someone put out. I hope, hope uh, Kenny doesn't take offense to this. It said, this uh, pandemic better end soon because the drummer's going to think he can write a song now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, yeah, what we... We do with all of our acoustic guitars is where we store uh, dried meats and cheeses for Kenny if he does a good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the apple. That's where we keep yeah. our meats and cheeses for Kenny. I keep mine on the corner on the wall. It's like ratatouille and then we talk about it. <laughs> You're just full of good references. You know, <laughs> I haven't heard Since my girlfriend started paying for Disney Plus, my life has just been children's movies, so maybe that's where it's coming from. I haven't even bust out that reference in a long time. <laughs> good film, go see it. He's a film reference machine. Yeah, that's like one of my useless talents. You know, like one thing that one thing that I want to point out because I, I want to get it in an interview because I get a kick out of this every time I hear it. But you know, playing in an all original band, it, it, quite often book shows where we are playing in I don't know what you want to call it, like a showcase or a 
you know, where there's three or four bands, you know, each playing for an hour, the same night, the same venue. You have to get really, you have to be a NASCAR pit crew in terms of taking the stage and leaving the stage. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Andy, unfortunately, or fortunately, is not the only nerd in this band. I spend my days as a civil engineer and a land surveyor. So I played a couple of shows like that where I was lugging my nine piece drum kit in and out, you know, taking forever. And then I eventually, I got a friend that works in metal. And so I talked to him and drew a thing up and designed my own rolling platform on which my drum kit is attached. It's and a riser. Yeah. When we play, yeah, it's its own riser. It's a two-piece. Yeah, platform. I saw it at the show, man. Half, so yeah. we can, we can so, save time. Yeah. And I can, I've had every national band that we've opened for. Yeah. I've had their their sound guys and stuff asking me where I got that thing. and, and, and It's all mic'd. By the way, yeah, all of his drums. Like, oh, yeah, so, like, it's all ready to go. There was, there was, he forgot <laughs> to tell you that the first one was fucking two by fours. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the the first one was made out of wood. And like that, that motherfucker was so happy. <laughs> yeah. Every design process has to be refined. Yeah, but there was like there was I mean, he, cut, of, he cut about a hundred pounds. Off this is the great yes. thing though, because the the band appearance is like even on the like national shows where you're playing in front of their kit and they're not going to offload. Our drummer has a drum riser, so it. it's, it's already, right, like, he's not floor. sitting behind somebody. And then the, the certain shows where there's already a drum riser, Kenny's just nine feet in the air, yeah. and that also looks cool. It, it's really <laughs> funny because everybody, even Jamie, when he first brought it, how big is that? How, he literally, because he's Mr. Engineer, made it the same footprint as the drum set. It is exactly the same. Well, all the venues were like, this not going fit. fit. And it fits through every fit. single door. And they freak out. And they freak out. They're like, man, drums are I don't know if that's going to work. So it's like, like no, it's the same. It's the no, same size same width as a five piece. We man. put it on it stage matter. in eight yeah. minutes, ten minutes. It looks right. huge, but it's not as far as feeling space. It took a long time. It's a shower, not a grower. But <laughs> to be able to get on and off the stage quickly is key. And I think it's helped us in terms of our networking and stuff like that because uh, we're, People just we're professionals. Like we show yeah. And that is the hardest thing to get off stage is the drums. It is. I mean, yep. you yeah. got, even if you have four guitar players, three even guitar players. Even if you didn't have a riser, player. you still got to tear it down and tear. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're quick, you still got to. You yeah. still got piece fifteen to piece. twenty pieces to get when off. You're opening yeah. national bands. You got fifteen minutes to get your shit you know, on and off. off. Yeah, actually, and they'll push you off if you're not on. Music that has know. more parts than you is the PA. They learned that. Right. Yeah. So um, let's get through some of these questions so we can get some rehearsal. So you guys, you know, you have the emotions and gear, you put that out, and you played Rock the Pantry, it was your first time back from, like, all this, you know, lockdown stuff. How did it feel to be back on the stage? Amazing. We yeah. belong there. Yeah. Like, great, man. It wasn't it was long fun. enough. It wasn't long it was enough. Fun. We were just getting warmed up. That's the truth. <laughs> really good time. I mean, it's great, you know. It's, uh... I, I can tell you that I walked into that show with a certain amount of anxiety, yeah. because... You know, there's a lot about what's going on that no one knows that we're all learning together. Uh, but I, you know, as soon as there's a drumstick in my hand, it's all forgotten. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's done for me my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I still. As soon as there's a stick in Kenny's hand, uh, die, you took it out of my mouth. Is it of other black sticks? Uh, oh no. 
How do you guys choose a set? Um, you know, does it depend on time? Mm-hmm. Like, do you throw, how do you throw the new stuff too? Steven, well, Steven does a lot of it, but I mean, it's a group effort. You know, and we try to figure out I'll what band. contour it to the, the venue. If we're playing with a national band that's heavier, we play some of our heavier material. If we're playing with a national band that's softer, play softer material. Yeah. Um, if it's a 30-minute set, we play our heaters. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's... And it's all about, it's all about, even like in an hour set, it's all about ending on your strongest. Just, like, not even your strongest, yeah. your strongest song, but just, you want the energy to be right. built up. Like, we got slower songs. You don't want to end on your slow song. Right. When you're opening up for a national actor, like, you want to, you want to start all, you know, maybe we might want to soften it up in the middle. But you want to make that national it, It's kind of like a movie, it climaxes, and you want... Like and then, right. it, it is kind of like I don't know how I you do want to it, set the bar for the next band. Yeah, you? I mean you, yeah. you got you want your songs to flow into each other too. And Stephen probably I don't because like all of us somehow Stephen is like all of us are like I like this song I like this song we all have our favorites and Stephen's just like yeah but like forget what your favorites are let's do what the best set is and he does have a very good like ear for structuring a set absolutely right. so he writes the sets and we all kind of. Well, I was like story, I was trying to get in the smokestack and they thought we were heavy. They're like, Well, I don't know if you're gonna work out. You guys I hear you guys are heavy, you know. And uh, I I told the guys about it. They're like, Okay, well let's do our lighter songs. So we did our lighter songs at that show. We have heavier ones. <laughs> well well, Hopefully, I can see you guys perform some heavy stuff. I mean, you guys, you guys killed it. Like, I mean, I like you incorporated you. some of the new material into yep. the set with us as well, and I really dug it, like the whole thing. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah, you. we get we get some heavy stuff for. I really for, dig that you dug it. Yeah, for real. Damn, it's a lot of digging. That is. <laughs> All right. This is my second to last question that I always ask my guests because I'm always curious. I'm actually really, really curious to me. You busted out some very interesting influences. <laughs> but I'm gonna start with Jamie. Influences? Yeah. Well, no, no. Go on. What music are you listening to right now? Ooh. I'm yeah. listening to everything, man. Uh, what are I listening to today? <laughs> <laughs> is that like the Who? Who are you listening to? Man. to? Uh, I don't know. I, I listen to everything. I'm at work all day. I have a Bluetooth speaker. I'm listening to music all day. Um, I checked out a new album today. But I, I listen to Metallica today. I listen to the Metallica album, the newest Metallica album. Hardwired, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Seether lately. Um, their their last new album. You're on a big Papa Roach kick a while ago, too. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I just listen to something. But you do listen to everything. That just came out today, too, by a band, and I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I listen to everything, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm very open-minded. I've been listening to a lot of old STP, too. Like oh, all yes. this, like sex type thing. Yes. From core and... Most and, underrated you know. bass player in the world. Oh, yeah, man. I, I mean, yeah, he's I, I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah. listening to a lot of 90s rock lately. And oh, I don't know. I listened to new Avatar today. Colossus. Have you heard that? I have not I yet. heard that today. I listened to that. Um, yeah. So I listen to everything. Uh, and lately, I actually don't listen to a lot of music, um, which is weird because most of my free time is spent with an instrument in my hand, uh, working on like my own ideas, working on our stuff. Um, but if I'm listening, lately I've been just listening to a shit ton of Lamb of God. And uh, <laughs> also I have uh, Fifth and Sick 
Yes. I have their album in my yeah, truck. I listen yep. to it all the time. I got Fight Like Sin's album in my truck. I listen to them all the time. I listen to a lot of local bands, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I should say I do that too. Yeah, yeah, I think we all probably Actually, do. I did that today. I, yeah. just, I listened to Elysium today. I listen to a lot of the bands we open for. Yeah. Uh, so I listen to Blame Shift today. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Uh, they just put out a new single, Blame Shift. Uh, sorry, you know. But yeah, I listen to a lot of original yeah. bands. Another Lost Year. Yep. Listen to them. Yep. Um, a lot of these bands are our friends, and we've opened for them. And I listen to their music too and support them. And I hope they're all doing well out there with this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, though, um, I listen to a lot of death metal. Or like much. Paul, Paul Gilbert, Steve Vai, Satriani, those kind of guys. Here's my answer, and this is coming from a drummer that plays a great big drum set with skulls on my twin kick drums. But I've been listening to a lot of uh, Andy Brothers lately, which really? are, uh, I don't know how you describe them. I would call them like some kind of Americana slash country slash bluegrass. And it's probably my background in choir and, and being a harmony singer and they sing so well together and, yeah. and their lyrics are so meaningful to me and they're just musically wonderful i mean i like jamie said i i, I don't i do too subscribe yeah. to one genre if it's good it's good yeah you know? and <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah. for real i mean i was listening to Dr. Dre, Chronic 2001. Yes. Like two oh, 100%. Ago. I know every oh, yeah. word on that album. And, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. interestingly enough, I think Eminem does with his voice what drummers like Chris Adler and Mike Portnoy yeah. do with their arms and legs. Yeah, yeah. 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 but the, the syllables in this. Right. And How the, he what, the he is probably in the top five lyricists ever. Yeah. So Not even so much of this shit, but. You need another 45 minutes for a rap. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that next time. Yeah, we're big hip hop. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, I've yeah. been listening to everything from TI to Tool, so yeah, it's pretty much whatever, however I feel. They, these guys are more about albums and stuff. I just listen to whatever's. If like Snoop Dogg or Ludacris or anybody like that ever comes to town, I want to open for them. Oh, when you hear that, uh, what is that song? The Move, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that comes on the radio, you can't, you like. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Today I was listening to, I, I, it was a great comedy. I had uh, Pantera in the morning, and then I, I was listening to uh, No Doubt. Okay. Uh, no Doubt's a great band. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like No yeah, Doubt would be more of a morning, like, get you going, and Pantera after the work day, you're like, fuck this. You know, well, I, I gotta get hyped. For, you know, right on, before yeah. the work day, and then I was coming down a life, gotcha. you know, right before I left. <laughs> okay. I was hey, listening. you know, right yeah. on, right on, right on. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for hanging out with me, for inviting me to your practice. I got one final thing before we go. I know I got, I kind of got Jamie's perspective on this last time we talked, but I know you got some good shows coming up. Uh, what can we expect for the rest of 2020 since it's over halfway over now? I plan shows as as we can play. when they don't get, if you want to come see us, playing shows that aren't canceled or there's, you know, it, it, like it, it's, it's literally day to day. Like a hand yeah. um, the one thing that is not day to day though, is that we are continuing to write. We are putting yep. material together to record. Yeah, that's, that's I think what we got going on, right fellas? Like, yeah. Honestly, if we weren't doing that, yeah. I don't know if... Uh, how you know how much 
more stressful the current world situation would be. But you don't get to come over. Well, yeah, because like for me, not yeah. Like yeah. music is like not getting laid, man. It's. It's, it's, at a certain point it's like you got to do it it's got to get done yeah they're, they're like really you know, two things that i'm away from that i start to get really irritated one is my girlfriend and my family and the other is my guitar yeah. like those are the two things that i don't think i can live without mm-hmm. shout out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag wives <laughs> but thank you guys for hanging out with me such a fun time we talked about a lot of great stuff i got through all your questions yes <laughs> That's always good. Throw that format out now. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to, I know for, hopefully, I know it's in October, but I know it's going to, you know, still a little bit away, but I will, you guys are going to be part of the Lonely Ones concert coming up October 15th. Correct. At the Smokestack Brew. I'm really looking forward to that because, uh, you know, Lonely Ones, you guys, I'm, I think there's some other bands I'm missing, but they're going to be there too. Yep. We should have some new songs by them. Oops. And new music. Oh, yes. Yes. at least a couple. Cool. Yeah. More local music, man. That's awesome. right, for sure. Josh. Absolutely. We're looking forward to playing that show and seeing you there. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to being there and having my face rocked off. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you for Jamie Bostel, Andy, Kenny, and Stephen. I'm Matthew Thomas, and I will see you next time.